Welcome to Nerdy Nostalgia Presents. From the comfort of Altardis, I, Carbo Colin, and my companions Paul Sherman and Chris Judge explore the multiverse of comics, sci-fi, movies, toys, TV, cosplay, art, and all our nerdy fandom and hobbies. Cool blimey, chaps. Um, I need a lawyer. Things have gone all wrong. Where shall I go? I think I might just call in and see She-Hulk, a tawny at law, and maybe Matt Murdock, because he might have some ideas as well. You got any other recommendations? I don't know. Why would you go anywhere else than those two fine people? Well, uh, the problem is I'm trying to sue Marvel, so uh, might not be the best oh, one. Oh, that's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, never mind. Let's leave my legal issues at the door, guys. Um, how, how the devil are you? Let's have a sit down, a cup of tea, and uh, have a little chat about all the things on telly and comics and any good stuff we want to come up with. How's that sound, chappies? That sounds really good. Brilliant. Sounds good to me. Awesome. Right, so, Wussy uh, Wussy, what have you been watching? Anything good? Oh, I've been watching so much good this week. Disney Plus is just knocking it out of the park at the moment. Uh, I, I really want to talk about She-Hulk this week. She-Hulk? She-Hulk. Because well, that's handy since we're at the lawyers. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> um, if she can join us in the conversation. I um, I found... I found She-Hulk to be okay, and like it, it's been a good show um, with some really standout episodes in it, um, but none more so than uh, last week's episode um, that reintroduced us to uh, a, a fan favourite Marvel character that we might have seen previously in um, in a certain Netflix show. So I was really excited to see Daredevil, and I don't think he disappointed. So I don't know how you guys feel about having a little chat about um, about the uh, the introduction of Daredevil in She-Hulk. Sounds like a good idea. I mean, we do love Daredevil on this uh, podcast. Don't oh my we? god, so, so into Daredevil at the minute. Daredevil chat. So maybe this could be the Daredevil episode. Who knows? We very much love Daredevil, don't we? Very much. So what did you think of She-Hulk, Paul? Uh, I really liked it. I loved. Um, I thought it was a great introduction. I love the little riff on the Daredevil theme music you mm, got. Yes. It's one when, yes. He, when he introduced himself. I thought that was great. I thought um, costume looked excellent. Um, didn't it? The red I and gold. Ma- red and gold looked super, didn't it? Yes, or mustard it did. and mustard and, mustard and brand. <laughs> it, yeah. I thought his introduction was excellent in court. Mm. was brilliant. Um, good episode. Uh, Leap Fog was fun. Uh, not 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 a character you you'd expect you're going to get in the MCU, but it worked worked really well. I, I thought it was a bit too daft. I mean, she's she's a clever switched on lawyer. I don't think she would have got to court in the first place without checking that you followed manufacturers' no. instructions yeah. regarding and all that things. But but let's be honest, you have to have that to get to the introduction to Matt Murdock to get to court to strike up that relationship you don't you don't get it without that so I think if you suspend your your disbelief on that um and I I I, I hated the ending because it I, I hate the position she's been put in um and let's face it the the villains of this series are white incel men who sit in their basements typing angry about uh, you know, all, let's face it, they are they're trolling a all the fans. Really, all, it is complicated. All the things that are happening in real life about She-Hulk on social media, th- that is the villain of this program. They're they're, they're projecting that into it, um, and it's fine because it does need addressing, it does need tackling, but equally, it, it doesn't actually sit quite right in the MCU because we've already seen or, 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 or you hear from second hands like you hear how revered Captain Marvel is you hear how revered you know Black Widow was and and so they've already created the fact that you know strong powerful female characters are accepted in the MCU so it's it's kind of um not in keeping with that universe where heroes are heroes 
I would argue that in that the the way She-Hulk and Jennifer Waltz has been portrayed is more like a celebrity. She's not really known for being a superhero yet, is she? That's a good point. It's it's a good point. You know, Black Widow saved New York. You know what I mean? So, so, but and you know, and like I say, she is the first female one. It is more. She's not the first female. She's the first female one that's more in a celebrity like. She's famous for being Jennifer, you know, for, for being who she is, not for what she's done so far. She's actually, she's actually the first. That it feels like the biggest celebrity um, superhero since uh, Iron Man, Iron Man. actually. Yeah. And um, yeah. she really reminds me of the um, the early two thousands Fantastic Four movies, actually, in the way that she she's sort of not seeking celebrity, but has gained this celebrity status and is. Um and an R in with how she's perceived, whether she's perceived as a hero or as a person or both, you know, and, and I, I don't know why, but it just, when I was watching it, it struck me as uh, the, 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 the original, well, not the original, but the Fantastic Four movie with, um, uh, Chris Evans and, um, and Jessica yeah. Alba and that, and it, it, that's how it yeah, felt to Jessica me. Yeah, Jessica Alba. you know. Yeah, that's better. a good point. Actually, there's a very good point about, about the celebrity and that actually she's been forced down that road. She's been forced to claim yeah. the She-Hulk name because obviously Titania tried to copyright it and she, yeah. she made it, you know, it, it, the consequences was, was her accepting that position. But uh, yeah, I, I am enjoying it. Part of me is still thinking, I mean, there is, there is obviously a proper bad guy in this somewhere because, you know, stealing the, stealing yeah. the blood or that sort of thing. Is it too early for it to be the leader? Leading into Captain America? I don't know. He, I mean, he, he doesn't need her gamma blood, does he? Because he, he's got his, he own. Has his own but that does seem the sort of thing that would give it a bit more gravitas to it maybe yeah i mean like i said i think that's the biggest issue he's got his own so i can't see why any of that would be needed um just picking on your points around um i mean look, we'll obviously talk about this episode but I, I would like to talk about the series as a whole because we talked yeah. about she no 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 yeah, go for it. um but um in particular this episode I, the bit I found was stupid, and my mate Alan said he's basically raised it when we're watching it. it. Was at the end, why didn't she even take that bloke's mask off? You know, that was just yeah, letting uh, go without taking the mask yeah, off. Yeah, I had issues yeah. with that entire end scene. Like, well, why did why are the police stopping her and letting this masked man run through them yeah, as yeah. a crowd and and out into to you know the abyss? It, it yeah, made who no were sense. The, who were all those armed police? Were they actually? I don't know where they came from. All of a sudden, they, <laughs> yeah, they no, were there very quick. They were there very quick. Yeah, part of me thinks that they're going to start the next episode, totally move away from that, downplay. She's going to be sat at home in the morning, like nursing a hangover with a cup of coffee, like, oh, I can't believe that happened last night. And dealing with it that way rather than picking up exactly where she is. Because because there is no threat. The only, you know, the only thing that's happened is they kind of she's been caught out as as, is she savage or not. It's kind of that 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 whole difference. So I, I don't know where they take that part. But yeah, that's right. Considering in the same episode. She grabbed Matt Murdock immediately and ripped his daredevil mask off yeah. straight away. Yeah. But yeah. she didn't but she didn't do it to this dude. That doesn't you know, that that, that does sit and I say, you would like you was exactly right, Colin. He ran for about forty police officers and an entire crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get away. And I just I mean I took the other point you raised, the the whole um you know, not checking the facts before she went to court. I mean that I've to be honest, I thought that was pretty unforgivable. I, I was just like, yeah. this makes her look rubbish. You know what I mean? And, it does. And, and the whole way through, she's been, I thought, been really good at, you know, being a lawyer. And, you know, she is a good lawyer. Mm. I don't think the intention is to make her look like a bad lawyer. But that, I think there could have been a better way to do it. I, mean, I agree. You know, I, I just, oh, it, was, it was particularly annoying. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that whole, the, the whole awards ceremony, section rubbed me up the wrong way and it was possibly just because uh i I enjoyed so much of the first two thirds of the episode but it was even things like i mean they're they're making they're dumbing her down every every episode even just when she got up to collect her award it was it's it became such a slapstick moment of oh she thought she was the only one getting the award and she isn't why is she why is she the only one yeah. who's thinking that and all none of the other women um who are collecting well, the, the award the think other that lawyer as well in, and, in her team seemed to be on the same page 
didn't she? She was like made a snarky Malibu comment. Malibu Brook, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I suppose. I, yeah. It is, it is too... Did, did you find that a bit too... And, and I've got no issue with Marvel calling out the way that, you know, female characters or females are are, are treated and talked down. But I just found that a bit too yeah. on the nose. Mm. A bit too... Uh, you know, I know this is a program about a person that turns into a green seven foot um, Hulk, but it just seemed a bit unbelievable. You know, that just mm. a bit stretching it too much. I think the issue is, like, I said, it, it wasn't dealt with any nuance. Like, it, I think it's quite an important issue in terms of, you know, real great opportunities, a strong female character to really highlight inequalities and the perceptions. And, you know, They, you know, and I know it's She-Hulk, you know, so you do smash things, but they yes. just, like, smash the points too much. Mm. Like, that could have been handled, you know, like, that point could have been made a bit more subtly. I didn't need to have, you know, all, every woman that's been, you know, and, and the fact it was called female, the tawny of the year. So, I mean, even, why would you have that anyway? But, you know, that, to me, that was enough. That was, like, degrading enough, the fact that they had a female the tawny of the year. Why not just have a tawny of the year? You know, where where was the male tourney of the year? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I just think it, they could, I, I think it's because this show isn't quite sure what it is. Um, and, and sort of, yeah. Well, I, I think I know what it's trying Crit- to be. Chris used a good word, slapstick. I think that's yeah. a good, a good, a good word for that, Chris, in terms of how some elements of this episode, because it was very much at odds with, the, like you say, the first two thirds of this episode, I thought were, fantastic like really strong really good pace i mean i i and, personally didn't like daredevil in this that much i didn't think he was oh, really i didn't think oh, he okay. was daredevil it didn't did you he, not it, no i thought well, it was oh, too... I, thought, I thought he was so much more yeah I, I i really did I, one, man. I, just, yeah. I, I don't know whether it was just a whole i, I mean i guess it, maybe it was just the environment he was in i mean i liked him as matt murdoch i thought it was brilliant as matt murdoch he was such mm. a, he was so, he was um, such a romantic in that bar when yeah, he was coming on to her. It was so Matt Murdock. It is typical Matt Murdock. his line like, I am wearing pants, aren't I? And I was just like, yeah. oh, this is so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's nailing um, it. Yeah. But, but I, I thought know, it was more the, the use of the Billy Club. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess it's just me comparing, again, I don't know. I just, Matt is so... When he's Daredevil, he's so much darker in my head, and I just felt it was Daredevil like um, in the fight scenes. And I guess I've got to accept that's probably what's going to be moving forward oh, in the Marvel. I don't know if you. No, if I it don't. Has I don't. Be. Sorry, go on, Paul. No, no, you. No, I was, I'm probably going to say the same as you, Chris. I don't. I don't think they they will do that. I no. think what they're doing here is very much what they actually do when these characters do jump across to different comic books and go into other people's series. If, you know, when series characters go into, you know, yeah. like the John Byrne She-Hulk series, they are treated a little bit different. And, you know, people write, people write Iron Man somewhat different when he's in the Avengers and he's doing his own mm-hmm. book. And, 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 you know, even, even Spider-Man crossing into other people's books can go a little bit into the absurd and have less of the Peter Parker. Uh, well, how, how would know, the It's a great example how, of that. Absolutely. Uh, Pete, Pete. Mm. I, and I totally get what you're saying, Paul, on that point. But I just don't think that works on a TV show. I, I just don't think you can... Like, that is because in a comic environment, the creative team sets the tone for what 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 they are sure. and what, what's yeah. going to happen. Like, like, let's use Howard the Duck as the example, right? That was definitely a comedy um, comic written by Chip Zdarsky, our, our, our favourite. Our favourite, yeah. Spider-Man, you know, when... When Spider-Man was in that, I expected him to be played as a joke, and there's the ongoing joke about Aunt May and all this kind of thing. And so you expect that. The problem with doing that on a TV show on an integrated universe <laughs> is that, you know, they're not, it's not a different creative. He's not drawn, drawn, you know, Daredevil's not drawn differently than how he looks in, in something yeah. else. He's not, you know, it's, it's the same character, whereas, I don't know, I, I just don't think, for, for most people, you would, you would see that, which... Um, but I do get what you're saying, and, and I think that probably is what they were trying to do. So you're, you're so, sort of right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, from my perspective, I I, I don't I didn't see Daredevil as, su- as as such a different character to what I'm used to, or not as much as as you clearly did. Uh, I I didn't see quite the same. I know that the tone 
of the material that that we've seen um charlie cox's daredevil in in the past has been darker but but him as a character um i didn't you know he made a few more quips and um his attitude was probably a little bit more um happy-go-lucky with uh you know the way that he treated these people that he'd only just met but other than that i mean he still felt essentially like the same character to me. And because of that, I was more than happy just to sit back and let his part of the story play out without it grating on me that I was seeing things I wasn't expecting to see Daredevil do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, don't, and don't get me wrong. I, it wasn't I didn't like it. No. It, was just, it just didn't quite feel what I, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's yeah. what so, I found. So it was still good. And, and like I said, I right. thought he was good. And I thought the actor was good. I don't like the costume. I really don't like the yellow red costume. I don't like it in the comics. I don't like it. I don't think stuff. it will stay. I don't think you're going to see that forever. But um, no, I think it was it, just a you, way you, of you'll introducing de- yeah. him. I agree. You'll definitely, you'll definitely get him in the red itself. Point is, one thing Marvel Studios do is they embrace the costumes. They're not afraid of the costumes. They're yeah. not, you know, afraid to give you the proper costumes. I think they'll they'll embrace that. Um, but 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 I quite clearly see that they've gone away from that colouring at this stage because they want to say actually we're going to give you the option in your mind to say it's different it's not different since you know you you can choose is it the same matter is it a different matter and I don't think you'll get this Matt Murdock in the Vaughan again because the subject matter for that will be very different but I think I've seen more than enough to say that he's got all that intensity of Matt Murdock that you need. He's got all that mm. charm. And Matt, you know, Matt Murdock is a very charming, very good looking man. Who, despite all the, you know, the, the, the seriousness of the character and the things he gets put through in the comics, he has had a huge success in terms of, you know, a very, you know, number of very lovely ladies yeah, in, in, in the, same. in the comics over the years. Hell of a womanizer. Absolutely. And oh, good pun there on the devil. Um, and um, <laughs> he, he had the right level of intensity thought when he was fighting as daredevil in this you know taking on the guys you know and there was clearly a little homage to that whole scene yeah, from yeah. you know from the, from the daredevil series so I, I i completely get what you're saying Colin. i can see exactly why you would say that and i, and I didn't actually disagree with you i was i was quite satisfied with this version because i think it played into the to the, to the tone it played into the when he bounced off she hulk he bounced off lighthearted, but he kept a serious side to him on it and it's, the it's walk of shame so- was hilarious it's so weird seeing a daredevil who isn't absolutely being crushed by everything that's happening to him at the time. True, you know, we just, and I guess that's it. I, you know, in the comics and, and by the end of the Netflix seasons, he was so smashed and broken that it's just so weird seeing a daredevil that isn't quite there. No, but, you know, but, but, but you, you what, what, what you're forgetting is that, that we, it'll be so much more impactful when his life falls apart Yes. If we've seen him in seen yes. him here first, um, and That's they will, point, his yes. life will fall apart. Don't yeah. worry. We're, you know, nobody likes to see a happy Matt Murdock. Um, so <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and I, I tell you what, I was thinking on the point of the costume, the, the red and the gold. I wouldn't even put it past Marvel to just have an offhand remark in Daredevil that the red and the gold is his travel costume. You know, I've got. You know, I, no, my red, my red stays in Hell's Kitchen, but you know, I take my red and my gold when I go out to LA and what have you. And if I need yeah. to do a job, yeah. you know, it's my light yeah. costume. Yeah, they they always skirt around these things. Sounds like it annoys me a little bit because they skirted around like um, Jennifer said, "Oh, it's the Echo location." And I think you can just mm-hmm. say Radar Sense. It's it's fine. Yeah. Don't be afraid of it. Just say Radar Sense. But you're like, oh, well, you know, something like that, and you know, you could call it that and all that. I was like, just say. Yeah. Just, just, just saying. That's what everybody reads the comics knows. He's got. He's made our sense. But he just, yeah, sort of, he just sort of, sort of views inverted commas, doesn't he? Just sort of a echo location like that. Like it's like she's yes. um, insulting him with that uh, summation of his powers. I tell you what, what is still shocking to me is that Daredevil. Nobody really, outside of the real nerdy geeks who've read the comics and all that, don't really know much about him because, like, I mean, I was sat in a room three other people and you know all three of them are quite versed in, in geeky stuff they've got their nerdisms and things yeah. they liked none of them knew what daredevil's powers were none of them knew that he was really you know, yeah i was like no he's, he's blind and <laughs> he's got echolocation <laughs> everyone living in hell's kitchen knows he's blind as well yeah um, but it's yeah. like yeah i was just 
it's just it's just it's so weird that people don't really know it's easy to forget mm. easy to forget that but it's just it's just so great you know to see you know as we said about previous episodes you know this character that you know we absolutely love from the comics who's you know so brilliant it's just so good to see him on telly and back in mcu definitely absolutely absolutely but but just going back more to the actual She-Hulk series then as a whole, mm-hmm. I mean, well, I don't think we have had a chat about it really. No, really. So, uh, uh, I can't remember us talking about it. So um, no, we we, we were a couple behind, weren't we, on, on actual episode? Yeah. So we're all up to speed now. I mean, my my general view on it is, I think they have, I like it overall, and I I like what they do with it. I, it's it's fun and it's fluff and it's not overly. You know, taxing. I think there's mm-hmm. some funny bits in it. Some 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 episodes have worked better than others. I think some of them have been a bit not dull, but just not. I don't know. Really. A bit routine. They've been they've been okay, haven't they? Yeah, but just not. Just part of me thinks they're not pushing it far enough in terms of what they actually do with the character and, and the villains and stuff. And I don't know if that's the limits yeah. of, of what it, of the concept. You know, She Hulk at law kind of thing. Yeah, uh, it, that's getting a little. That was getting a little bit procedural. Isn't it? Okay. What what I am thinking more is that they are maybe they've taken a view now. They they have no need to rush these things. Content is going to be absolute key for them now. They can tell a they can tell a whole season. You know, they told a whole season of Moon Knight. Nowhere near the Moon Knight that ninety nine percent of people that know Moon Knight want. That's the street. You know, street beating up street thugs and you know that that sort of thing. It was all very Egyptian and all set like that. With very little Moon Knight at that stage, they're not they're not pushing She-Hulk towards the Avengers or the superhero route or anything. They have stayed on that comedy, and there isn't really a clear path after what is happening in this in this series. It's been okay. I've quite liked not needing to panic about being spoiled straight away, like. Yeah. WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki. If you didn't watch that straight away and you weren't and, and you were on social media in the first twenty four hours, every episode had something that you was like, Oh, I wish I hadn't seen that yet until I'd seen it within the episode. So they, they they moved away from some of that 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 type of thing. Um it's I've really enjoyed watching it, but it it'd be one of those ones where I sort of look at it, how many times will I go back and rewatch it? And and it probably won't be a lot or I might just cherry pick see I think I'm right? more likely to rewatch that than any of the other um, mm. Marvel series just because it's easy to watch quite it fun. yes yeah on the, um, whole, on, on the flip side that's a good reason yeah yeah and and I must admit like the, the week before's episode when she goes to um, the Bonavations retreat I actually it, at first I think oh, this is a dull episode but actually I really enjoyed it it was quite a fun episode I, think. <laughs> so, I, I just loved him off he's brilliant I, I I felt that um I, I don't I don't really feel like the season has been going anywhere and I think um it, yeah. like you mentioned procedural it it, yeah. it has been teetering on the brink of it being um too procedural and uh, I'm not a big fan of bottle episodes and if we've had pretty much two bottle episodes in the first seven we, that's not great. And I know that you you say that episode seven you you know you enjoyed the the episode where she's stuck on the retreat in a yurt uh, with abomination. <laughs> uh, the episode the episode didn't work for me. I felt that again. I felt that they went too slapstick with the 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 villains that were there being uh, treated. We also had the wedding episode which went nowhere. That was rubbish. So the, the, there's too many of these. Um, uh, we're going to put her into not... a situation in one location and and try to explore character without exploring any character. Yeah. I mean, did anyone think that Josh was not going to betray her? Oh, I mean, no. it's just it's just so obvious. That's what I did. It's just that, that was particularly annoying, and the fact they dragged it out so long. And are we? <laughs> are we? What, what is the point of Titania as well? I've found her to be nothing but annoying in this well, series. I, I, I go, to be quite funny, I quite like Jamila Jamil, but it's yeah, been, she's been pointless yeah. as a character. It's been yeah. distracting. It's been, she's been an annoying pest who pops up to just bother she every now and again. Yeah. Either, and, and, and the one thing that threw me with the episode at the, at the retreat with Bobination was the wrecker 
is there and is now healed and mm-hmm. is a better person. So clearly he's not going to be the wrecker because I, I, I had it in mind that the, you know the, those, those four, the wrecking crew, were going to get the powers from the gamma ray and become one well, the comic, become the super suits up people that we're expecting yeah. maybe that's not going to be the way of that person or what's going to affect his mind or something which would be quite rubbish actually i don't really want to want to see that um so um whether titania is as a result of whatever the extraction of the gamma blood they've taken from jennifer going to get it she doesn't need it because she's obviously got the superpowers already but she's quite rubbish super villain at the moment yeah. if they're looking to position her somewhere down that line then, then maybe, but but she, yeah, she, she's been a very pointless d- distraction in it at all, and it played no real part in it. There's none of these, with, with, with maybe the exception of the court case one, which could have been done in any way. Yeah, the, the, yeah. She's not. This, it's like she's like Indiana Jones. Those movies would have, you just still have the same outcomes all the way through. Sorry, yeah. Paul, I lost you there, mate. You break. Sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, I can't, couldn't quite totally... catch that. I'll probably cut that bit out. Um... <laughs> Sorry, that was total troll. That was total troll. Uh... If anyone's seen the Big Bang Theory, that's total troll. Yes, I know, yeah. uh, but they've got, um, a, they've got a point. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just, especially with Jamila Jamil's character, um, it, it, they, they, they just set her up to be. Um, a pest as you say and th- th- there's no peril in the show and I know that it's mm. difficult to give, to give peril be- because she is indestructible um, by nature but it doesn't mean that she can't suffer from the same consequences that we see Matt Murdock suffer from a lot which is a lot you know um, personal loss and loss of reputation yeah um, which yeah. is where which they really sh- do, Chris, but just not in a very good way. No, you're right. Absolutely. That is, that is kind of what they're going for, especially at the end of the last episode. But it, yeah, it's not been earned. Um, none of the peril mm. that is in it has been earned for me. Um, so, you know, I don't mm. know. Do you, do you think, Colin, I don't know, I don't know if you, if, 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 I'm not sure if you would, you read, but, excuse me, you would have read them, Chris, but you've got that hybrid of the John Byrne comics and the Dan Slott ones, which both on their own I, I quite enjoyed. I enjoyed the John Byrne one immensely. It's one of my favourite one of comics, you know, ever, that, that one. But I don't know what you think, Colin, but the but the, the fusion between the two hasn't actually worked because it's it's made it a bit of a stew of both of them, which hasn't really been... Yeah, it's, it's not it, clear... It, what it's, it's not hit either one, is it? No, it's not clear what it's trying to do, I don't think. It's It's... Somewhere in the middle, and it's again. I, I don't want to. I don't want to not like it because I, I love She Hulk. I love yeah. Tanya Blazer, mm. and I love. I don't. I like. I like everything about it. The idea of it all. It yeah. just. It's just not really executed particularly well. But you know, there's some brilliant characters in it, and I. You know, I love the. Uh, her assistant, whatever her name is. And oh, yeah. Like I, say, I lo- like the other lawyer. I thought she was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I like the, the male lawyer bloke. That was in yes, well. yeah. Good. Old Smiley. He's, he's, a, he's a dude from um, Arrow, isn't he? Yeah, that's it. He's from Arrow. Mm, he was from mm, something like that. Mm, I like the, the Mark Jacobson character to an extent as well, the guy who creates the costumes. I, I like him. Yes. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, there's nothing... It's not bad. It's just not good just yeah about the execution it's not i mean it's just about the way the concepts really and can i ask you two a question like because you you know um she hulk better than i do Uh, i don't feel that they've they've used her ability to break the fourth wall well enough in this show it's a wasted opportunity they they, they don't do it for the whole episode and they just do it all yeah it's really weird it's either it's only to address the audience to make us aware that she knows it's a tv show or not, yeah. not even yeah. really that, but it's it's sort of you know, or previously on my show, or oh, is this the the? Are we coming to the season finale? Yeah. It's things like that. I agree. Like, yeah, and I don't want it to be dead, to be Deadpool, but but you know, it just no, seems I, a waste. You're, you're right, and and I completely agree with that. And unless they're going to pay it off in this last episode, then this is one of the things that hasn't worked for me because either this program should have been the lawyer-based legal comedy, which they said it was. Or it should have been what you expect from one of these traditional superhero stories and with the fourth wall breaking that we saw in the conference. Because there's so many missed opportunities within the episodes where mm. you'd expect a fourth wall break. Especially with, not getting it. with the pathetic 
uniqueness of some of the the characters that have been in it, the villains. Yeah. You know, you expect her to be commenting on it, and you know, just I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's they seem a, to forget to do it, which is it's so That's close, it, yeah. so far, isn't it? That's I wonder how much is on the cutting room floor. I don't mm. know. Yeah. Yeah, and and it is it is difficult for them because they clearly it's expensive to make a She-Hulk for TV. Clearly. And even if you take a movie budget of 150 million, spread out over nine episodes, that's not going very far. So it's you, you're limited on getting She-Hulk on screen, and, that, and it, they have almost wasted that element to it when when she's on screen. It's not worth. Which is saying, so I think I think Tatiana Maslany is brilliant. I think she's fantastic and looks great as She-Hulk, and she um, and she's obviously around for the for the future and for the long term, but. Um, it's, this is a so close yet so far type series for me so far. Mm. Yeah. Um, still- sorry, go on. No, you go, Chris. All I was going to say was how much uh, Daredevil do you think we'll get in the final episode? Because he is None. credited in the episode. Oh, okay. Hmm. I think we will well, get credited as appearing. He, yeah, he's credited as appearing. Interesting, wouldn't I, again? So. Yeah. No, he's credited as appearing in the last episode, so I don't know. Okay. Um, I'll be wrong. I think we will. I think we'll get him. I don't think he'll help her with the actual dealing with the issues. He might be that moral support for Jen rather than... I, might be I think uncle, be more the, the love interest in yeah. it now rather than yeah. part of the actual action and story. But who knows? To be fair, it's a really hard one to call, actually, Chris. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel yeah. like there was a perfect opportunity to make a comment about... about um, Daredevil um, and Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, I mean, totally. it really annoyed me. I don't know why it annoyed me so much when she looked at the camera <laughs> and went, who the hell's this guy? And I was like, oh, how do you not know who this guy is? Uh, you know, yeah, you, yeah, I mean, you look like you sit in your pyjamas and watch TV all the time. You must know who he is. That is too on the nose now. We don't know that they are treating this as in she knows she's in the TV show. Sure. She's, well, she's talking about the season finale and things like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah true, true. And, and she talked true. about end tags or whatever they're called. And yeah, true, true. I suppose yeah, it's it, yeah, it, it um, and I, it would have it would have cheapened her reaction to seeing him with the mask off if she didn't know he was dead before he walked in. But um, mm. you know, maybe because she could have made a comment about how he looked. I don't know, oddly Affleckish from a distance, or or she or could something. have even just done the. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, anything like that. Miss that sort of thing. Yeah, that would that's have been good. great. Again, that's very on the nose, and it doesn't let the it doesn't let the viewer uh, set their opinion, does it? It doesn't uh, let the viewer have their have their head cannon. Uh, but I I don't think DC I'm DC I don't think Marvel care about the head cannon. We can no. play canon. <laughs> True. They don't anymore. They're right. They don't. They take the no, view. Don't. Like you said, they take the view. If this is the best actor to play this part, then they'll play the part and don't worry about it. I think they definitely messed him up less than I felt they did with Kingpin. They made him less silly. Yeah. Um, Kingpin was, was yeah. a bit rubbish. Yeah. In, uh, what what was interesting to me, and the same because I have I do love the Shield character. I think I do want to see more of her mm. on the MCU, but I don't know how they're going to have this relationship with Matt because I don't want her in Daredevil born again. No, no. no I, mean, I don't know what story they're telling, obviously, but you'd expect they're sticking. And well, I know they are rebooting. It's not. It's not. It's not following on from the Netflix one. I've read that in an interview with Charlie Cox. So it is not no. the Netflix. I mean, but you know, it's not a continuation. That never. That never happened in this world. No. Is basically what they're saying. But. 100% born again is not going to be anything to do with, I don't think, any classic. Of no, no, no. I think born it's, again it's is going to be a new no. story, I think. Yeah. It, it's in concept that he's born again, yeah. not in yeah. any um, dramatic. I don't even think Finley are they going to base it on any particular storyline. I think there will be callbacks to key stuff that's happened in comics, but I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I agree. No. And we've got Echo to come before that as well. So we, we've got we've got some positioning in Echo with inevitably Matt Mola will turn up. Oh, inevitably King, Kingpin, so. Kingpin will turn up. You would think they're setting that's their bridging. I, well, I don't know. I've no known on this, but it seems like 
Hecker will be used as that bridging series to position them between that back to that street, you know, because you've got these little pockets of the MCU open there. You've got cosmic stuff, you've got street level stuff, you've got mystical stuff, and you've got magical stuff. So it's that sort of corner. Let's set it up. I still find the whole Echo thing just why are they doing it? I just not interested. I have, yeah, at all. no interest in Echo. Zero interest. Yeah, none. Zero, zero she, interest. She wasn't even an interesting character in Hawkeye, was she? No, she's such a waste of resource. She is, but they'll find a way. It, it, it's cheap. It'll be very limited CGI. They'll find a way to bring in some of these street level people that they know will will attract people into it. Like we didn't expect to see Kingpin in Hawkeye. Or Yelena Below, no. essentially. But they'll, they'll, I think they'll find a way to make it interesting, but we'll see. I but, honestly but, thought... But why? But why, yeah. need, why even bother? Just I, do something else. Considering how street... how boring a character she was in Hawkeye, I yeah. honestly thought the the announcement of the Echo TV series was just a cover for Daredevil. For Daredevil. And it would yeah. just become Daredevil. Um, but hey. What... Well, it's not controversial to say it because it has been power and Kevin Feige has almost said as much Marvel Studios need and have been actively and and openly accelerating their diversity and Echo ticks a huge number of boxes Native sure. American with disability doesn't mean it's going to be good though doesn't mean it's going to be good but that's not but it's in it's in to make it good but that is their start point for that one in much the same way that Eternals had a very, very, you know, used opportunity, very, you know, very well in my book, to create a much more diversity in the cast than you ever get. Because let's face it, most of these comics are based on characters 50, 60 years old, written by white dudes, and most of the characters are white dudes. So, yeah. but, so but to I, be fair, Marvel issue... Marvel has done a brilliant job of creating a diverse. Yeah, yeah. Since since the end of Endgame, near enough, every new character has got isn't a white old bloke. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It is definitely they are they are picking you know the newer characters that have been created in the past thirty years probably yeah. that um are you know diverse characters uh, different genders different races yeah um I just think there's other characters than Echo that could have been picked on because I just again I don't even know of them and I don't really get. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. As with all of it, I have my expectations nicely set. So I will either not be overly disappointed or stupendously excited. All right. Well, we're talking about Daredevil. Come on, Chris. Talk to us about (laughs) what you've been reading. Oh, man. I. Sound with Daredevil tip. I cannot believe how many issues I've read now. Um, so I got through all the way through the second omnibus and I'm about half the way through the third wow. omnibus now as well. Um, Hi, too, man. I, I, Are you doing it for charity? I, well, I feel like I'm doing some sort of marathon for charity. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I really feel like I'm benefiting from it. Um, it's so good. Oh my God. It's so good. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm, I've, I've been uh, so for for anyone that, that that wasn't aware, I've been reading the Brian Michael Bendis and um, uh, Alex Maleev, uh, uh Man with No Fear or Man Without Fear comic run. Yeah. Um, and I'd said to you both last time that I'd got to a point where um, the Kingpin had just come back, um, and I'm aware now that his eyesight has been restored uh, through reconstructive surgery. Um, but obviously the Kingpin came back and then the Kingpin got done again. And then amazingly, Matt Murdock becomes the Kingpin, um, or, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, and, and that sort of in its, in itself is, is like, um, uh, uh, an explosion in Hell's Kitchen because, you know, a, the criminals, uh, run away to a large extent, but also, uh, the people start to misinterpret Matt's message. Uh, other superheroes start to come into it. or also feel that he's going off the rails a little bit. He be- he gets married. I've seen him get married and annulled in the space of, of one comic run. Um, you know, and Black Widow comes back into it two or three times. Um, but I, I I'm, I'm almost at a point now where he's he's given up the the mantle of being Kingpin. He um, he's back to understanding his role 
in Hell's Kitchen. Um, and I've, I've just read a fantastic short run, two fantastic short runs, actually one where the previous Kingpin comes back and I can't remember his name. Um, but the gentleman who was the Kingpin of crime before Wilson Fisk, um, comes out of prison, starts using mutant growth hormone, uh, and starts to beat on, on Matt Murdock. Um, and I've just what read, um, Decalogue, a four parter where he, uh, where, where, um, we're following, um, like a, a, an emotional support group in, in a church in Hell's Kitchen where they're talking yeah. about how, how Matt has affected their lives either positively or negatively. Um, and that was fantastic, uh, because it was, it was told against the backdrop of them all being affected by Matt, but also by, um, a creature that, that inhabited, uh, people's bodies and minds and, um, and drove them to do horrible things. And, you know, Matt, it turns out that Matt's there to, to, um, to sort it all out as well. Um, but I'm, I'm almost done and I probably haven't said that quite as succinctly as I could have, but <laughs> I've absolutely, uh, been addicted to it. I'm a crack addict for daredevil right now. Um, and it's, it's such a page turner. I think that, that, is, that is the best thing about reading comics in there. Yeah. Watching you as you're talking through it. And I was like, I, that's exactly as I felt when I was reading it. First yeah. 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 It's, it's just nonstop. You can't put it's it down. Yeah. It's unput downable. Um, but I mean, it's difficult for me to, to, to talk about everything in it, but the, I mean, the art style is yeah. fantastic when they were going back to the sixties and seventies or when they go back to their nondescript time mm-hmm. in the past. And then the art style changes to like this fantastic, um, seventies drawn animation with, with very much the pop art, um, style coloring as well, uh, with daredevil in his, is red and gold. Um, yeah, it's just a joy to read and look at. It's so good to look at. Yeah. Sorry, Excellent. that's it. Yeah, that's good. But I'm almost done. Very good. That's good. That's a good little. Uh, Making me want to go back and read them again myself as well now. So. I, I honestly can't rate them high enough. And if somebody asked me today who my favourite superhero was, I I can't see myself answering anything other than Daredevil. Oh. So that's how nice. much I'm enjoying it at the moment. I'm sure that will change, nice. but I'm so into it at the minute. Q next cosplay. Oh my god, yeah, yeah maybe foggy. I don't know. <laughs> I think I could pull off a foggy. Or a kingpin, maybe. <laughs> oh good. I'm so glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, I'm loving it. Thank you so much for, for lending these um omnibus uh additions to me. They've they've been incredible. I couldn't even care less about the new X Men at the minute because I'm just so into this. I'm gonna have to get you the uh Ed Baker one next. Yes, yeah. yes, please. Yes, please. Absolutely. But no, that's it for me. Um, just Daredevil. Uh, I couldn't, wouldn't dream of, of reading anything else at the moment. Okay, cool. Um, who have we got anything else you want to talk about? Um, not much. I've finished Raw Shark, finally. Um, well, surprisingly, sorry. I could see I could see the end on this one coming a mile off. Um, so I knew how this series was going to end. Um, I won't spoil it for anyone that's read it. It's um, unusual for me to nail how a Tom mm. King 12-parter right. will end. Yeah, the way it works. But um, I, I enjoyed it. I'm glad I read it. It's, it I said, it's not one that I rush back to, to read. I've just started on Human Target. The first six issues of that are up on um, DC infinite universe reading whatever it's called so i've uh, just started that now the art is amazing greg small smallwood art it is so good it's fantastic really suits the style of the story being told but i'm very very early days into that um and i'm i'm up to well i'm up to date with everything i'm reading live on marvel at the moment which is x-men amazing spider-man the avengers axe crossover daredevil um, and Thor, Venom. which was Venom. the first Thor issue for a long time. No, I'm not reading Venom live. I'm behind on that. Three behind yeah. on that. Uh, I've read Thor, read Venom. Read, I'm, basically, I'm up to date. 
Adam Strange, I read. I finished. I finally I finished, finished the last two yeah. issues of that. Um, it was okay. Mm. I don't. I don't really get why. Why? Why? Why that? No, I didn't. I didn't like the mix of the two art styles. I love Doc Shainer. He's awesome. I love Mitch Gerard. He's awesome. Yeah. I, I didn't like those those two running together in tandem on the book. That didn't need that for me. I didn't mind it in that it, you know, clearly set a different tone for each type of two parts of a story it was trying to tell. And obviously that fits really nice in terms of the duality of Adam Strange and his yeah. you know, two lifestyles. But just generally the whole story, I just thought, this isn't going anywhere. It doesn't really, not just, just, I just felt it could be written about anybody. It wasn't, I just didn't, didn't like it. And really. no, and it did, and it did take probably four issues too many. Too long. Six, six, yeah. six to eight could have done that. Could have told that tale. Uh, and I basically gave up on Bullshack. I can't be asked. I just, I've, I yeah, see it was interesting, that. but it was too much. That's a shame. I'd love to give it a read, um, and I think I probably will soon. Uh, I'm yeah. so, so done with Marvel Unlimited. I can't believe that I thought it was usable. I hate it. It's not as horrendous. It. It. Yeah. Now that, I, so now that I'm trying to find individual issues to, to read, it's almost impossible to do it. Uh, I, yeah. it's, it's terrible. And I can't it store them anywhere. So, it yeah. was so brilliant laid out. It, you could go into a year if you wanted, and then all the, there was thumbnails of every comic cover in the order they were released that, that year. You could go into an arc, and the same thing. You could go into a character, the same thing. You could just pick alphabetically, and it was so easy to pick stuff. And now, 800 issues of Spider-Man, you have to start at one and scroll down, you know, one at one at a time to the it, bottom. It's horrendous to use. In mine, it won't even load the cover art either, so I can't even see. I can't even get a tiny visual cue as to what issue I'm looking at. It's it's so <sighs> anyway. Sorry That's to interrupt. Really just it's That's awful, <laughs> and I'm going to start on DC again soon because of it. Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. Um, but generally, in terms of comics, um, I haven't really got major any updates, really. I, I, I've just concentrated on getting through everything. And I think mm. from now on, I can actually take my time a bit more and digest stuff a bit more and have a bit more critical. Uh, things that I haven't read that I've got in a pile, but that are yeah. urgent, so I'm not bothering with, are Black Hammer Reborn, um, which is a Dark Horse comic. Um, which I've read all the other Black Hammers, but I'm not super bothered about this. I've got the Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, Tom Kim, to read, which again, I just, I don't know, I just, maybe Tom King's too highbrow for me. I just, <laughs> not interested. It's just a bit boring. And the same with the Human Target. I've got all of that to read. I haven't started that. I've got um, Jupiter's Legacy Requiem to read, and I've got. Um, the Symbioid Spider-Man crossover Crossroads miniseries to read. They're all things that I've just put in a folder to say. Ready to read. Yeah. Yeah. That that because they're not, you know, they're not time sensitive. And none of them are in the, um, you know, in in continuation. No, that's so, right. That's right. So yeah. Yeah. I will pick them up when I've got nothing to read, basically, uh, which will be in about two about an hour because I've got. <laughs> literally two comics left on my thing i've got the, the only thing the only i've got four comics that i haven't read one of them i'm half read which is the 427 i've got venom 10 to read i've got tim drake robin one to read and i've got x-men 15 to read um but tim drake robin one i've heard bad things about already so i'm not oh, okay not excited not about that. Rush, yeah. what i will say is tim drake is is the robin in the batman run at the moment in the chip card, they ask his Robin. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Batman. <laughs> and I think he's been yeah. written really, really well in that. I think that is great. Chip's doing a really good job with him there. But yeah. I must admit, I don't think anyone is really writing Tim very well apart from him. Why is that? No, Chip. No. Sorry. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't think they know what to. I think because there's so many robins, that's what I was about to say. They don't know what to do yeah. with them and, and yeah. how to write I, them. I had to differentiate them. Yeah, I mean, very yeah. different characters. Damien's got such a strong character; he's probably the easiest to write for, and he's mm. fun. I like Damien. Um, obviously, Dick Grayson, Nightwing, 
again, he can be a bit boring if he's not written the right way. But um, like I say, the current writers of him are doing a good job with him. And he yeah. is linchpin of the DC. I think they really are setting him up in Dark Crisis. I don't know if you're reading it, Paul. You know, he's, he's almost leading everything in Dark Crisis. Is he? Okay. Yeah, so it's very much he's, Dark he's a relatable Crisis character. very much. They've sidelined the actual Justice League, and it's like the younger characters that are leading everything alongside the okay. JSA. The JSA help him, but okay. it's, it's all very much the Titan, the, the classic Titan team, um, the, the new Titans, um, and people like... Um, Connor Kent, not Connor Kent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Kent. Jonathan Kent, yeah. As well. Yeah, um, yeah. And Supergirl, and all, and and it's all like the young generation that's that's almost fighting the battle because because okay. the the original Justice League have been sort of well killed, but then yeah. spoilers, they weren't killed. <laughs> cool thing, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to I'm going to load up the next. I'm going to get ready to start reading. Um. Nightwing from Tom Taylor. Yes, you need to read it. Did they? So, um, sorry, did, did did they ever continue Terry McGuinness's story in comics? Yes. Um, did that that carry on? They they've done various different runs with Batman Beyond. Some of it they tried to tie into a multiverse. They've done like standalone, just like a continuation eight years ago. Right. Uh, series that was just like an animated series uh, comic. They've tied him in, in in various different ways. He's in the White Knight in the in that that universe okay. of Batman. I used to like um, the animated shows, so that's all yeah. I, know I mean, him. you can find him. I don't think oh. anyone's really done a brilliant job of him, to be honest. Nothing really compares to the show. I don't think in terms of mm. the problem yeah. is it's just so difficult because you can't really write and develop a character. That's set in Batman's future. Well, you still got Batman, really? I don't think. No, it's true. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's difficult, difficult, isn't it? It has to be a different universe if they do it. Yeah. Um, you know, like Universe A, B, or whatever is DB Batman Beyond Universe. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, you, we might see. I mean, they, they they launched the title during New Fifty Two, I think, and he was definitely a backup in some of it. And mm. part of that, they did a crossover. I can't, not Rebirth, the one before that, and it had a Terry McGuinness element to it, but because they jumped into the future for five years or something, and he was in it for a bit. So that there enough. are there are some comics that I could probably point you to and do, but I wouldn't go out of my way to read them, to be honest, Chris. No, fair but, enough. And like I say, if you just want to read a comic that he's in, I'd say Batman, White Knight Beyond. <laughs> Sounds good. That's, that's great. That's great. But you need to read all the other White Knight Batmans first. Yes, uh, oh, that's all so good. Okay, that's comics. Um, the only other thing I've got was a watch Andor, and I guess the only thing I really have got to say about it is um, I am actually enjoying it. Uh, I know it is slow. It is very, 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 very <laughs> slow. Um, but I am enjoying it. Good. Star Wars fans. Yeah. Point, in terms of, I am just loving, I love the look of it. I think it brilliant and i love what i'm finding really interesting is like the how it's all it's very much like the a day in the life of a officer or mm. it feels like that kind of show mm. it's following it's following the the imperials in the i in the imperial i don't know what's called bureau of whatever it's the the ones that um, krennic was part of the ones where they, yeah. they internal security and stuff like that i can't remember what it's called um, it might be the Internal Security Bureau thing, <laughs> um, but um, it's so you see those officers, and as I said before, you see the officers from the um, con- um, contracted, outsourced military, um, even the rebellion and the rebels that you see. It's very much a. It's almost like you're following them, and you you get to see what it's like to really be in in the Imperial or really be a rebel or really be these, these guards. It's, so it's not, there's no big sort of show, show, show point of it. It's not really yeah. exciting yeah. or dramatic. It, I mean, it is dramatic. It's obviously building. The, sto- the story is building. There's basically it's, it's building to a heist now. There's going to be a heist. And there well. is. 
Yeah, now he's finally, I can see where it's going now. Yeah, finally got yeah, off 100%. the planet. But again, I've just watched two episodes of him literally joining a group. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's slow. It's drawn it out. It is slow. You could um, say it's their confidence in they've got time to tell these stories because you've got obviously another season another coming season, as well. Yeah. Or you could, you could say it's 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 content padding. Either way, but I can see where it's going now. I think yeah. that's the main thing. Yeah, no, but, I don't think they're rushing to get to a conclusion, are they? Which is yeah. is refreshing, do, I suppose. I definitely does it feel, it more than the beginning. As a Star Wars nerd, does it feel like Star Wars? It looks like Star Wars in that the the environment look like Star Wars. Uh, I wouldn't say it, like I think Chris said this the other week. It doesn't feel like Star Wars in that it's, it doesn't give you the excitement or the or the fun or the that, that Star Wars, you know, if I was watching New Hope or, you know, there's a real sense of fun and adventure to it. Um, yeah. You don't get that. Um, and you get that in Mandalorian. And because and people yes. have said to me that, well, Mandalorian's slow as well, and it is, but mm. it's not slow in the same way. It's still an adventure show. Absolutely. This is not an adventure yeah. show. This is literally a show that's showing you the inner workings of how yeah. the Imperials and the Rebels are working and, you know, it's it feels more like a you know proper adult show you'll get on ITV or something. Um, in in that respect, especially since it's so British, there's so many British people. In it. I saw Doc Brown <laughs> in one had, of the um, episodes before. Had the bloke like from Catherine Tate in, it, <laughs> in this week's episode. You know the one that goes, you know, when he's like, "Oh, would you believe it?" Oh, him anyway. <laughs> yes, he's, right. Yeah, he's yeah. a chauffeur in it now. Yeah. Like, oh. You never did. You never, you never did. did. You never did. Oh. <laughs> what do you like? What do you like? What are you like? <laughs> what do you like, Mum Muffa? Anyway, going down a weird, weird route there. Um, so it's just, I don't know, you've seen it, Paul. What do you think? <laughs> um, it's, it's, I can see, I can see where it's going now. I don't mind slow burn on that but i need it to be less slow burny now um i want to see some stormtroopers really, i was in stormtroopers i'm really interested in this era of yeah. star wars leading up to before new hope and all that i'm really fascinated by this this era i think it's a great area to pitch and tell stories because we've had bits before it a lot, a lot before we've had bits near it we've had bits after this so i'm quite excited to to get this bit um so i'm happy to just to, to stick with it again what's great for me is i'm not panicking thinking gotta watch it before spoilers that might happen somewhere down the line but i don't have that investment in this era of characters like you do from rebels and all that sort of thing so clone wars or whatever so it won't it won't yeah. worry me as much on that sort of thing i mean the one thing i will say is there is nobody in this apart from andor and momofa from anything else right there's there's no links to anybody else it literally mm. is i mean i know saul Guerrero is going to be in this he was mentioned yeah yeah um but apart from that you know so it's not no, like good, oh, it's, it's a the size of the universe or, yeah huh? I it, it makes the universe bigger as it should be doesn't it you don't want it too small it's all about it the and they, i mean they do like there's a lot of name checks this week in of other places from star wars so I mean, I definitely, you know, when we were talking about different places, possibly in Prime, places like that, you know, from all all different parts of the um, saga. So, um, so you know, there are Easter eggs there, but they're not they're not exciting Easter eggs. It's not oh, we're looking for Scar Star Killer's lightsaber. And I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's very it's very you know down down to earth, effectively down to earth Star Wars. You know, it's uh, yeah. Um, but it's, yeah. it's it's good, and I really yeah. like when you know, I mean, Chris. You probably would. I don't think she was in the episode before, but this episode, I really like the Imperial, the blonde Imperial, who's who, who's basically can see the pattern. Of yes, the she was in the last one. Yeah, she was. Yeah, and I, I just really like that, and I thought, oh yeah, she's good, and and I, st- I don't know what they're going to do with the guy that that failed the the um. Who's in, who basically messed up the whole character. Got sent home to his mum. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. he might end up being one of those characters. He might end up being a major rebellion player. Yeah. He I might mean, end up being it. someone I mean, picked up by him. I thought the story was over, but obviously they're keeping him around. So there's yeah. obviously something that's going to happen to him. But um, Yeah. Was he the I one that she be... was clashing with in the previous episode? No, we're talking about the one that no. led the original, you know, the got one that messed the whole mum. thing up and got investigated and or... Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so you've seen more of him yeah. or what's happened to him since he, then. He might get hideously disfigured and turn into Admiral Akbar. He might. You never know. <laughs> he might. <laughs> Eat some bad sushi and... Keys Dolls fans furiously tweeting this episode now. Yeah. Um, he could be Dengar. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, I I don't think it's one of those shows where you, you need to worry Mr. about Dennis Engar. I, I mean, it seems very obvious to me this season is going to lead up to and the end of the heist, and that is going to be the story for it. I don't think there's going to be any. Or where's it going? What's the you know the big bat? This this season is going to be very much and or completing this mission and joining a rebellion. And then the next season is going to be another story. Um, and I don't think we're going to get much more to it than that. Um, it'll, be, that. it'll be uh, Andor and the Bothans uh, look to um, <laughs> <laughs> steal some sort of plans um, and they all die. Oh, many Boffins died. Well, well dead before the Boffins get involved. So. <laughs> no, oh, b- b- my apologies. Many Boffins. Oh, yeah, there he is. He was the original Death Star, wasn't he? He they was. Were the, they were yeah, maybe the second Death Star. Oh, you made me sad thinking about the Boffins again. Robot 2, I don't know. Yeah, Robot 2, yeah. yeah. <laughs> boffins, a Star Wars story. Coming soon. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, so that, that's that's Andor. I don't, there's not much to say. I mean, I, I think it'd be one of those things that, like I say, we definitely don't need to talk about this one weekly. I think it's something that I, yeah. I think we should yeah. get our heads together once once it's finished. Yeah, I'd like that I? idea. Um, I agree. I, How I many Boffins is many? Uh, I think officially it's five, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? I think it goes oh. from being few to many between four okay. and five Boffins. Okay. It depends see, on the race. That would sound really... She'd sound like a right bitch, really to her away. She went, yeah, uh, a few boffins died to bring us his info. <laughs> yeah. That's a bit... Oh, couple. Couple of boffins died. Many? Is serious. Yeah, many is serious. Several, yeah. yeah. Some. <laughs> Not nearly enough. Is, I think many might actually just be the poor <laughs> boffin. I don't know whether that's... <laughs> a, a many of boffins. A, a many of boffins. A many of boffins. <laughs> 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 Can I, I just apologise to all the boffins out there? I'm not denigrating your species, race, collective, cult, group, tribe. I don't know whatever you are. Yeah, boffin lives matter, you know. Boffin yeah, but it was clear matter. that in the first Death Star, and so many humans lost their lives that they went, we should probably use boffins <laughs> next time. <laughs> yes. yes. Let's send the boffins in. Yeah, let's send, send the, the boffins, boffins in, in next time. No expendable. Get over to Boff and get some boffins in. <laughs> All right. I imagine they're like Imagine Lumpers now. You know, they're just found on an island and then used for, for work. <laughs> they, do, they do sing when they do the guest Do they? Yeah. Do they? Boffin, boffer. Boffity, do. I've got some Death Star plans for you. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> oh, Chris, I can hear the cloister bell. Yeah, I guess oh, I No. Okie dokie. <laughs> I think it's time for us to get out of here. Let's get out of this attorney for law before we get sued by boffins. <laughs> Many boffins sued. Many boffins sued. Boffity, boo. I'm done now. Yeah. That'd be, that's your job for next week. Think of a boffin song. Um, right, Chris, anything to plug or talk about? Nothing from me this week, no, <laughs> as ever. Okay. Boffin song. Uh, Paul, anything you want to plug? How's the Marvel mix going? Marvel mix is going very well, thanks very much. Um, I did 5,000 views on a episode. People like talking about bad toys more than they like talking about good toys, it seems. So, um, Thanks to all the 14 new subscribers since Thursday. So thank you very much, everybody. Um, Yay, see you over there. Fantastic. Um, and I will just remind everyone to look at nerdynostalgia.co.uk. Now we keep promising it, but soon there might be some new art on there. <laughs> and uh, definitely put London Film and Comic Con Winter in your diaries. It's happening in November the blah 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 November the nineteenth. Nineteenth. Yeah. 
I'll cut that. It'll be seamless. No, 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 not even 20th. Um, Are you there both days, table. Colin? Are you there both days? Two days. 19th and 20th. Uh, London Film and Comic Con winter. Ells Court. London Olympia. Um, I'll be in Artist Alley. Got a nice little table. Got to buy some cool stuff, including some Christmas cards and art and lovely things. So come and see me. Uh, that'd be lovely. Um, apart from that, all I've got to do is say, you've been fantastic. I've been fantastic. Punch it, Chewy. Geronimo. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to get in contact with us, then email colin at nerdynostalgia.co.uk. You can also visit our website, nerdynostalgia.co.uk, where you can find my art store, podcasts, and lots of other nerdy stuff.